Jesus said, And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Welcome to the Evangelia Show. Hear life-changing testimonies from our paradise Cook Islands with your host, Mania Clark Mamanu. Shalom, shalom, kia orana. Welcome back to the Evangelia Show. And I'm so pleased to have with me today, Phil Hosking. Young man, loves the Lord, and he also had the privilege of traveling to Israel mm. uh, to do pilgrim there in September and October of last year, 2023. So, brother, I'm really looking forward to hearing how the Lord spoke to you in Israel. Yes, yeah. Well, it's awesome um, being a part of your show and yeah, being able to share the experience. It was definitely, uh, you know, uh, an experience of a lifetime and I look forward to sharing with you that and yeah cool 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 so I mean Israel was that something um, you've always wanted to do or more so as when you were born again uh, yeah well more 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 of a born again you know when um, when I gave my life to the Lord after that, it's been a desire to see Israel. It's been a, because you know you're reading the Bible, the whole Bible, uh, you know you see that name everywhere, and um, you know you see Israel there, Israel there. Where did Abraham walk? Israel. Where did Isaac, Jacob walk? Israel. You know, and God promised that land to them, and um, and you just you know you want to be seeing where the Word of God is speaking of, and. Um, and it's definitely been a desire after knowing Christ, after, you know, He changes your life. You just, it, it just ties in automatically with your, you know, with your love for the Lord and His love for you. And you just, you just really want to see it with mm. your own eyes. And mm. it's been a desire there for a while. And eventually I was like, no, that's it. You know, I'm, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. And I decided last year, the beginning of the year, actually, the year before that, I decided just the end of 2022, I decided now I'm going to go to Israel next year. Mm. And so, um, you know, I was having dreams of Israel as well. And I was like, nah, surely, surely, you know, God's saying, you got to go naturally. Wow. And it was, and there was just this peace, this sense of peace in these dreams where I just, um, I, I knew, yo, then I'm going to Israel. <laughs> and uh, I told mom, I was like, mom, next year I'm going to Israel. And um, it's funny because I was jokingly like, oh, mom, maybe you, you'd want to come. And she's like, nah, 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 nah. And, nah, and then nah turned into a year and yeah, nah. And she ends up coming with yeah. us on a trip. And so um, she made that decision a few weeks later. It was supposed to be, be it was supposed to be her and her sister. But um, her sister decided, nah, you go. You're going to have the fun. And so it was just me and mom. Mm. And so we decided, yeah, that's it. We're going to go. And yeah, that's weird. How special was that traveling with your mum? Oh, it was it was amazing, you know. Um, <laughs> it was definitely interesting. Um, you know, it's a mother and, and son relationship. There's gonna be da 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 da, da you know, and yeah. it's a whole. Um, but you know, I love her. She, I, I love that that time. You you know, you get to travel with your mother, and um, yeah, it was really good. She and definitely she is kept right me together. in check. Yeah, yeah. She kept you in check. Yes, for sure. And you know, she can't stop talking about Israel. Like she just, 
you know, since coming back, it's just been this and that, you know, telling my, telling my dad, oh, this and that, and, you know, you need to, then we went to this place, and we went to that place, yeah, and this happened, and, uh, you know, she just wouldn't stop. Mm. So, um, for me, yeah, it was definitely a desire to go to Israel before, and uh, it wasn't easy, you know, it wasn't easy getting there. Yeah, some challenges. Yeah, some challenges, definitely some challenges. Um, coming up to, you know, near leaving, I, it's funny, I actually, um, I know it's not part of the question, <laughs> but um, I, I got injured. Yeah, ah. And so, um, for about four months before departure, I couldn't walk. So I couldn't walk for about like three months. Wow. I, I could walk, but from here to there, like you know, literally not that far. What was the injury it from? Was, um, it was uh, just a whole lot of injuries in my back, like spinal and sciatica and wow. and twisted hip. And yeah, all you know, just all these different <laughs> sicknesses. And um, how did you feel? It really discouraged me a bit. You know, I was like, oh Lord, come on, man! I was supposed to go to Israel this year, and like mm -hmm. looking at the situation, I don't, I don't know if I can. <laughs> you know, and then um, you know, there was there was definitely people around me still encouraging me. You know, still praying for me. Saying, no, you gotta be healed. You gotta be healed, and that's the church family. You know, that's that's what how it's supposed to be. You, your family, your church family, is is there to help you, and that's why it's important to be planted into a church. That's why mm. it's important to um, be planted in fellowship because the brothers and sisters are there to you know pull you up when you're down like that, and that's that's how it was. You know, every every um, down there was a brother there. Nah, Phil, come on, you you gotta have faith. You know, have faith, believe. Nice. They're bringing food. You know, Loki here, we bring in food for sick Phil, but really like, oh, can I pray for you? And, oh, you know, and it's like, is that what was oh, happening? Nice. And so like, there's all those opportunities. And um, yeah, I just really honor those ones that, that did come through. And you know, those were also that were praying for me at home as well. And yeah, it was really awesome because eventually we went to Israel, you know, yes. and I didn't go 100%, that's the thing. So um, I did go in pain. I was worried about the flights because we would be sitting down for quite a bit. And, um, but, you know, the Lord took me from here to Auckland, to Dubai, to Israel, Dubai, Auckland, back home, all him. So, yeah, definitely um, a triple lifetime. That's why it's also very special, too. Oh. <laughs> when you first see Israel, what were your thoughts? It was emotional. Um, it got worse because, <laughs> because I'm where I'm sitting, I look to the right, and I'm not going to name her, one of the ladies she's bawling her eyes out and you can oh. see it and I know you know it's, I'm just like and she's crying you can just feel it and I'm like oh no oh. <laughs> and I look forward and all of, all of a sudden I'm crying and I realize why she's crying this is Israel this is literally God's land this is um, where God himself you know comes down to earth in the form of a man Jesus Christ walks with walks in Israel that's mm. where you know and it's so emotional because it's 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 like going home from home it's you know it's you just you can feel it this it's just there's something spiritual about israel even just the air just flying on top of israel when you look down and you see israel it's just like wow and you know you think about all those previous months of <laughs> of fundraisings and all the all the hard hard yards and you know the, the sickness and stuff but yes yeah, um it was definitely um, emotional flying into Israel. Fantastic. Um, so, what were some of some of the things that come to mind where God had 
absolutely spoken to you, blessed you, gave you revelation? Well, there was heaps, really. Like, um, oh man, where to start? <laughs> uh, well, first, first place is um, is Caesarea because that's the first place we, you know, we're, you're expecting. Yeah, we're gonna go to Israel. We're gonna have a nice rest before we get up. You know, get up in the morning, all bright and ready. Nah. <laughs> Nah, you you got off Straight that plane. Off the plane. Who do you meet at the door? You meet Shia and the family, and everyone is like, "Let's go, we're going to our first spot." And I'm like, everyone's like, "Ah," <laughs> you know. And but I'm glad we went because um, it's a good way to kick off, mm. you know. And um, Caesarea was was awesome. Nice. Next, we went to um, Mount Carmel. The next day. You, you know, you, you're looking at where Elijah basically called down fire from heaven and, you know, he, he just pretty much says, this is the Lord and it shows who the Lord is in front of all these prophets and it's amazing. You can, you're just like, wow, it happened here and I'm standing here yeah. and it's like, uh, we, you know, I've read that, that story so many times. I've read about it in the, in the Old Testament where Elijah calls down fire and it's, you know, he, he's, he steps out these <laughs> prophets and and ends up killing them there as well. You know, he takes them down to this valley. We were shown the valley just not too far, and it was in um, our tour guide points out and says that's where Elijah takes the prophets and, and beheads them. You know, he kills them all, mm. and um, you know that's what happens when you stand for God. You know, that's what happens. Elijah stood for the Lord when everyone stood against him, yeah. and um, the king at that time was like. Yeah, he didn't like Elijah. He actually hated because Elijah said there wouldn't be any rain. Elijah said, "Sorry, mate. You know Israel's going to be in a drought," and um, it was already there was already a lot of anger against Elijah. And here in the spot, he comes out of the dark again. And what does he do? He, you know, he calls fire. Mm. And um, yeah, it's it's awesome. Similar. On the tour, we went to Simna that had a model of the tabernacle tent. Yes. Yes, that. Now that one really um, spoke to me. The the tour guides there that took us were Christian, and so um, that part, that out of the whole trip was one of the most impactful ones for me. Why is because it's this whole um, this whole I guess tour just had Christ in all of us. It's mm. it's um, and that night before that I was having you know a bit of a um, like I was having certain struggles, you know, um, just hardships. I don't know how, like just overcome, overwhelmed by certain things. And um, coming into that place, you know, you 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 just you you're amazed, and all of that just goes away when you you know when you go through this place. And um, you know, you begin on the outside, where that's the the outer court, and the Gentiles. That's where the Gentiles are. And mm. being there, you're like, you know, this is where. Jesus goes in on behalf for us because we can't go in. We're Gentiles. He goes in inside for us, goes right into the Holy of Holies where the sacrifice is made only by the high priest. Mm. And so the only the high priest can enter that place. And the high priest himself needs a sacrifice for himself as well just to be in there, to make a sacrifice. And so Jesus, the very sacrifice of God, goes past the outer courts, inner courts, into the Holy of Holies where we were standing. And it's just amazing. Even 
everything she described, the tour guide described was, it just points Christ, Christ. You got the, the sheep, uh, the goats, goat skin used as the tents, mm. you know, the coverings. And it's just, um, you know, there's just so much to it because it links to sacrifice. And then, you know, the sacrifice links to Christ. And it's mm. just, it just cap- captures you in a, in a totally spiritual way, amazing way where you just, man, all this for me, you know, all this for you, for, for me, for all those around me, all that from the Most High God. And this place was it just, it was amazing because you got to see the tabernacle, what it would have looked like all those many years ago. And seeing it in real life, it just it was amazing. There's just no words to describe it. And it was like it was real. Uh, yes, it was. It, it was like it was exactly a like holy it was real. presence yes, in this replica. Yeah, and it's, it's just like, like I said, you can't really describe how it, it really feels, but um, that's what the tabernacle was looked like. It would look like. And that's what the new temple was modeled after as well, where King Solomon built. Um, you know, it's the altar and the holy, holy of holies. And it's all modeled after this. And it's all a model after God's modeling. Why? Because it all points forward to Christ. All of it. It all points to this one time God becomes a man. Christ on earth for man's sins. And, you know, and yeah, that's a part of it. <laughs> Amen. You had some real moments inside of it in that area in the Holy of Holies. Mm. Well, Tell us about that. for that, it was um, being a worship leader for a church. Um, being in that Holy of Holies, it, it just impacted more, you know, and you just felt, mate, you know, taking um, worship leading a bit more seriously at that time. I was just. You know, I was like, man, you know, the being in that holy of holies, only the high priest can be in there. And we were seeing what it was like, you know, everywhere, a very small corner, very small um, box, you could say. And there wasn't much, it was just simple. But, you know, that's just how simple it was um, with Christ. It's, you know, um, the, the sacrifice of God. And, and being in there, it was emotional. Like, you know, I was crying, you know, I was... Mm. Um, you, you get to see the model of the Ark of the Covenant mm. and in it and you know is the, the tablets and you had the staff with the bud you know you get to see all that and um, yeah it was definitely impacting for me and my relationship with the Lord I was just I was crying out to the Lord basically and I was just like Lord and I, I knelt before the Lord in that Holy of Holies as if you know kneeling in the Holy of Holies in the, in the mm. past and just like Lord you know um I want to encounter you. I want to meet with you. I want to come closer, draw, draw closer to you. And um, yeah, I was really crying out to the Lord at that time. And yeah, that's how impactful mm. it was. And His presence, you could feel the presence mm. of the Lord. Yes, The Holy sure. Spirit there. Yeah, and like I was saying about the tour guide, especially how she was portraying, you know, the whole um, tabernacle. Um, she All was the just, details yeah, she just was, came alive, didn't it? She, I think she cried too. A little bit she did cry when we were outside because um not a single piece of the tabernacle had zero significance you know every piece that was there even the post mm. all had significance and this the the measurements to the um to how many tents there were our uh, tent pigs you know 
everything was detailed properly to how God wanted it to be and um, there was reason for it and the way she was explaining it, I wish I could you know explain word for word how she was taking yes, us through it because true. it was just gospel all over again you know it was basically her just preaching the gospel and um, you know if only we had you know non-Christians there like oh to listen yeah and um, yeah did Nazareth resonate with you at all? When we went to uh, the village, well, we saw a village that would have been like in Jesus' time when oh, he yes. grew up. Yes. Did that, that was that was awesome, you know, that's um, seeing all, you know, how they did stuff in the old days. Because they show you how olive, olives are pressed, they show you how grapes are pressed, and, um, you know, you got to see olive trees everywhere. And, um, you know, the olives, they represent Christ, you know, the... They represent the Holy Spirit, the anointing oil comes from olives. They use olive olive oil a lot. And then you got the grapes, you got the pomegranates everywhere and oh my gosh, the, sorry, we're we're going a bit off track now. <laughs> the, the pomegranates, oh my gosh, they're huge. I go and ask the guy that was talking to us talking to us about the grapes. Because I got a pomegranate tree and I want I want them to look like this. And yeah. you know, it's just explaining, just cut that off and I was like, oh okay. Pruning, uh, yes, I think, pruning. isn't it? And that's where pruning is important yeah. because he was telling me when you prune, you you prune so that um, you know more goes to the fruits. You know, yeah. And, and um, it was a, also another lesson I met with a guy in Christchurch was explaining pruning, and you need to prune the tree in order for there to be fruits. And who does the pruning? It's God. It's the Father. He prunes your life mm. that you may produce fruit. Yeah. You know, and what's that fruit? It's the fruits of the Holy Spirit, and you know, seeing the pomegranate tree, asking him all these questions, and like, ah, <laughs> poor guy was getting annoyed. <laughs> oh, so good. Where else were some impacting places for you? What about the march? The march, oh, the Jerusalem yes, march yes. is part of ICEJ. Yes, that that march was was very um, emotional too. Like, what I got from it was that time when Jesus was walking into Jerusalem and what happened was he was being welcomed with palm leaves he was being welcomed and they was they were all shouting Hosanna Hosanna in the highest you know and um and that's what it felt like because Christ was coming into Jerusalem that way and then you had the bride now coming through you know you had the church the believing mm. um bride of Christ and coming in and being welcomed in the sort of the same way and I just felt that same sort of um, you know it's it's felt the same way just being welcomed and you know it was you know it's Jewish people welcoming yeah. us in this parade and um, you know there's not a single person in that parade marching that didn't believe in Christ we all there from different nations for yeah. the ICEJ feast celebrating the feast as Christians and that whole parade night when you're at the start you get to look up because it's going up and when you look up you just see tons of people yeah. tons of people filling out that gap you know from different countries you got brazil i think brazil had the largest numbers Good you job. had brazil and you had um, australia and different yeah. countries and it was amazing because it tells you how far the gospel has gone because where we were standing that day is where it came from you know it came from israel yes. And so it, this shows you just how far the message of Christ has gone and just how real it is then. Because, you know, to the ends of the earth is what Christ says. 
who's at the end of the earth? Ah, the Cook Islands, <laughs> mm. you know? And um, the Cook Islands is there, and this, this tiny little country is being represented in Israel. Mm. And what does that tell you? The Cook Islands is actually pretty far. Mm. It's actually very far from Israel. Um, you know, the Cook Islands is a, altogether, was a 17-hour flight, mm. you know, with stops. So you've you got extra hours. 17 from plus the 17 two. Hours. Yeah. yeah, plus well, two. Well, that was from New Zealand, too. Yes, and, you know, some people stayed a few days in Israel, in New Zealand, and then, you know, all up, I could say it was at least 18 to 19 hours yes. full, full in. So what does that? That's almost a whole 24 hours mm. of um, travel. That's by how plane. far Islands, by plane. Yeah. Yes, and so that tells you just how far the gospel has gone. And so we're in this march, and you can see just different people from different languages, different nations, mm. and all coming to celebrate this feast. And yeah, it just gave you a heart for the people, the people of Israel. Mm. You know, it just really um, impactful. That's mm. um, how. As best as I can describe it. Mm. Any places along the Sea of Galilee that really spoke to you? <laughs> yeah, the whole, the whole sea. <laughs> what happened was, um, that's where Jesus calls Simon, you know, the Sea of Galilee. Simon was out there fishing. Mm. And what does he call Simon to do? He calls Simon, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Mm. And I, w I was actually reading that this morning, you know. Um, I will make you fishers of men. The Lord Jesus is like, I thought about it. The key there is follow me and I, I will make you, you know, not you will make yourself a fisher of men. I'm the one who makes you a fisher of men. You need me, you know, you need Christ. And so just thinking about that now in Galilee, you know, we just being on the same sea where the disciples were fishing. Yeah, we, we didn't get any fish, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would have been good to get some fish being in Monique and, you know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fish, 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 fish. But yeah, being on the sea, you had the sunset, yeah, and the sun was shedding. Oh my gosh. They say um, Israel has some of the best sunsets. Mm. One of the best places for sunsets is Israel. And I saw it, you know, the sun setting, bright orange sky, and going on the sea on this boat. This boat was very old and yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, it was just amazing. It's just I can't can't really comprehend it. Hey, eh? um, sometimes you just got to be in that moment, and that's where I was, is being in the moment on that sea. And we, you know, we had dancing, we had laughing, and it's funny because um, one of our girls, Fadi, she, um, uh, the girls that came with us, she says the guys that took us on the boat, the you know the the seamen. Mm. They were saying we were the best, you know, the best team they've ever had. Wow. Because we were so joyful. We were so um, nice, kind. Oh. And, you know, we weren't afraid because they brought up, you know, souvenirs. And you know, they said, oh, if you want to buy, you can come by. And, you know, Everything. what do we do? Yeah. Everyone's like, I've yeah, got, got me my, my yeah. Galilee stone. Right yes, yes Galilee David. Stone. Yes. I've got me one too. And so, like, you know, these guys were impacted. They saw the light of Christ in us, basically, you know, and that's that's the key. Is um, the best? You know, some people can't read the Bible. Mm. They they're they're more likely to read you than they are to read the Bible. Mm. So these guys were reading, you know, us and the, you know the Bible we were, we were um, giving off, and yeah, and it's mm. awesome. That's so cool! Wow. Phil, we're going to end our chat for today, but 
I'm looking forward to you returning again next week and we'll pick up where we left off. If you would like to discuss this testimony more, contact celebrationrarotonga.com website or Celebration Church Rarotonga Facebook page. And to hear other life-changing testimonies, subscribe to Te Evangelia Show podcast and on Spotify. Kier metakito ora, e kia manuia. Ye koko!